What's going on, everybody? This is episode six of I Still Like Wrestling podcast with me, Anthony D. Domenico. Um, it's been a fun week. I always like the uh, Raw and SmackDowns after WrestleMania. I got my new jet flying hat in the mail to, uh, yesterday. This is from RicFlairShop.com. See, it says jet flying, just like Ric Flair. Um, I guess it's, it's, it's cool because like, you know, a lot of these guys, like I was a kid when these guys were around, so I don't really remember a lot of it. I watch a lot of it now on the network and on YouTube, but I was just wondering like, you know, we have guys like Hogan and Flair and even like the newer guys from the Attitude Era that we quote all the time and watch. And I'm just wondering the superstars today, there's not really any of that. There's no like characters like that, that that you'll have fun with, I think, maybe 20, 30 years down the road. I guess what wrestling really needs right now are those kind of characters. I and mean, we're still wearing shirts from Ric Flair, uh, Hogan, NWO, with Stone Cold, like all these 90s and 80s references, but we don't have anything like that really today. And I think that's what wrestling's missing. We need some more of that. So I wonder who would be that superstar to really change that. Um, I don't see any of it out there right now. Even with Cena, who's been the guy for the last 10 plus years. Uh, Scott Carson says, hey, Anthony, what's up, Scott? We're, uh, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. We're just getting started here. Um, so I guess nostalgia-wise, like, and especially you know, watching the Hall of Fame and everything, who's going to be that, that superstar that we're quoting maybe 20 years down the line from this generation? I really don't see any of that. Um, Enzo and Cass, I don't know. That might wear thin a little bit. Um, I just don't, I just don't see it today, today's wrestling. That I'd like to see it. I'd like, you know, we don't have that guy that you're quoting or you're buying hats. Like I just bought the, a Ric Flair jet flying hat. It's ridiculous. It's so eighties. It has the, the things on it, like a captain. It's a trucker hat. It's too big for my head, and it says jet flying. But Ric Flair wore it, so I'm wearing it. I want that superstar. I want that kind of wrestler that that, trans- that transcends it. But you don't have it because guys can't really develop a character and can't really be themselves because it's so scripted now. So I guess why guys watch the indie so much and get so attached to the indie performers is because they are being themselves more, and they are creating characters that we want to see. Who knows? I just, But I just don't see that like 20 years down the road, anybody still chanting things. Or like me and my friends from WrestleMania, we always dress up as wrestlers and, and, and uh, the ones from the past and imitate them. And I don't see anybody really today we'd be doing that with. I don't know. Just a thought. We'll move on, though. Uh, it's probably my favorite Raw of the year is the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. A lot of things sometimes happen. People come out. You have your NXT call-ups. We had the Revival on NXT. They look really strong against the New Day. I like that. Um, I think on Monday Night Raw, since you have such a, a long show, definitely, definitely make them like you know more of a tag team 
uh, base show where you can have you could have more of you know a tag team division than you have on SmackDown. SmackDown the division's almost it seems like it's gone. I don't know. And Scott Carson says solid move with bringing in Angle for the GM. Yeah, I was gonna get to that too. Um, Kurt Angle as the GM is definitely a good thing. If you got to replace Mick Foley, Mick Foley's going out for hip surgery. Um, Kurt Angle would be great. He could both do comedy and can be serious. He was a little goofy on Monday night. That works well, but I think he can actually be a serious GM as well. And if he's got to get in the ring with anybody, he could definitely do that. I think you'll see probably a match or two come out of him being the Raw GM going against somebody. Um, but it's a good thing having Kurt Angle back in the WWE. And it was a nice announcement for the Raw after WrestleMania. But I'm just looking for the tag team. To, I like tag team wrestling. I, I really do. And I'm excited that the Hardys are back now. A lot of people have been complaining that this does WWE again holding down uh, stars, young stars, and putting in an older tag team. But the Hardys have been, I mean, have been killing it uh, on the independents, in TNA, Ring of Honor. They're holding gold all over the world. So they're really the, probably the most over tag team right now. So it makes sense to have the Raw tag team titles on them. Because now whoever beats them, it makes them just that much better. And Larry says the Hardys are the exception. I agree. The Hardys are the exception. It was definitely a thrill to see them come out at WrestleMania, win the titles again. Hold on to the titles for a little while. And maybe lose them to a team like Enzo and Cass. But I, I don't know. Unless, before, unless Vince breaks them up because he thinks that uh, Big Cass is a big future. Larry says 24 hours prior to... Oh, I can't. It's going too fast right now. Let me see if I can scroll down again. 24 hours prior to winning the WWE Tag Team titles in a ladder match, they lost the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles in a ladder match. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. Back-to-back ladder matches. Uh, Scott Carson says the Hardys are solid money, but how many times are the company going to dip into the nostalgia well? Um, I, I understand that, but I don't think it's nostalgia with the Hardys. They can still go. It's not like when they bring they brought back the New Age Outlaws or uh, other 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 teams like that or other acts. It's not nostalgia with the Hardys. They reinvented themselves. These are not the same Hardys. I mean, they're trying to do the same thing, the same entrance music. Because they can't really do the whole broken gimmick because of the uh, lawsuit with TNA. If they do that in WWE, they're going to get slapped with a lawsuit. But I just think it's another tag team coming back. And I don't think it's nostalgia. No, I don't think it's nostalgia at all. I think they went down that road with the Dudleys, even though the Dudleys were still a dominant tag team. I think they should have had another run with the titles as well before they, they left the WWE. Nostalgia is Goldberg. That's nostalgia. We can't wrestle five minutes. That's a nostalgia act. The Hardys showed you uh, Jeff uh, doing a swan tunnel for ladder onto two other ladders. That that's not the case. You can still go. Bring him back as much as you want. I, I really don't have a problem with that. You get guys like Goldberg that can't wrestle anymore. That um, you put a title on them. That's that, that's nostalgia. That's that's done. That I don't want to see anymore. But I'm all for the Hardys having having the gold and uh, being the top tag team on Raw. 
I thought overall it was a good Monday Night Raw. Um, I thought a great promo by Roman Reigns. He came out and didn't say anything. Except it's my yard now. But after 10 minutes of solid booze. So can we, can we go with the heel turn? Can we finally do it? Can we finally make Roman heel? Can we do it, please? Anyone but you, Roman. And if anybody wants to Skype in, Skype us at OC Podcast and let me know what you thought about uh, Monday Night Raw or your thoughts after WrestleMania as things now uh, come out. It was the best 15 minutes of of any Raw, uh, Larry said. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. First 15 minutes were great. It, It... as Raw is too long for my... I think three hours is too long. I, re- I really do. Um, Scott says that it looks like the Heyman alignment with Reigns could happen now. My friend Nick said it. I think it could happen. I, I hope it happens. But it would work too much, so it's not going to happen. They're not, they don't want to make him uh, a heel. It would be the smartest thing ever. Larry says I would Skype in, but I can't find my effing mic wire. LOL. That's all right. <laughs> Larry's actually got some things going on. Um, he hasn't really announced it yet, but he's going to be, uh, I think, heading up a, a wrestling show or part of a panel. If you want to type that, Larry, I'll plug it out there for you. Um, it's pretty cool. It really is. Um, yeah, it's... And I, I hate that the announcers all during Raw are going, well, you really don't know what's going on because they'll boo the guys they should cheer and cheer the guys they should boo. And No, that's that's the real fans. Those are fans from all over the world that are there from WrestleMania and they go to the Monday Night Raw, and that's how they really feel. No one likes Roman Reigns. They like Roman Reigns when they want to like Roman Reigns. You know? Eh. Larry says, I haven't named it yet, but things are happening. But Cheap Plug, the Retro Games for Old School Gaming podcast. Definitely check that out. The Retro Gaming, it's for old school gaming podcasts. Um, I guess you guys talk about video games on that one. I'm just going to guess by the name. I see these things are coming back, like the Retro Gaming Systems. I have no idea what it is. I would get one if I knew what it was. Scott Carson says, I say that Vince tells them protect him as a face no matter what. Yes, I know that. Even CM Punk said in his interview with uh, Cole Cabana a few years ago after he left the company to make Roman look strong when he beat the Shield in a handicap match. Make Roman look strong. I know. He's the face of the company. Can't do anything to make Roman not look strong. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Everybody, check this out. Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. Definitely check that out. Larry says, Vince loves those big guys. It's true. And Larry goes, which is old school, which is which is odd, because smaller guys have been... I can't read that word. I can't say it. I just went away. Camos? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the era of the 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 big guy is done. 
you'll have them, but like you know, you don't need a guy to be six foot five, three hundred pounds from to be the champion. I think especially now, like you know, with people with the internet and just media the way it is, people getting crazy with you know watching matches online. You don't need that. Um, the Strowman Lesnar angle pretty cool. The champs, okay, Larry's champs. Small guys have been champs. Yeah, look at AJ Styles. He's the best wrestler in the world right now. He's not a big guy. It's bigger than like you know normal people, but in comparison to Braun Strowman, and that's the whole. Th- I mean, that's the whole thing again. People get. I have a buddy of mine that always argues and goes, oh, "I can't believe that guy's champion. He doesn't look like a champion." That's the point. It's the whole David and Goliath. It's the whole. You ever see Rudy? Rudy got over. He wasn't supposed to be on the Notre Dame football team, but he was. That's the whole point of the thing is that how could this guy beat that guy? And that's what sets up. That's a, movies do it. TV shows do it. Wrestling does it, too. It's a TV show. The whole thing is how could this guy beat that guy? Like with Daniel Bryan, how could he beat Triple H and then Randy Orton and Batista in the same night? Yeah, one of the greatest WrestleMania moments ever. Daniel Bryan sitting there with the belts. Doing the yes chant in the middle of the ring, confetti coming down. That's the whole point of it. That's the whole fun of it. And with NXT, you're seeing that a lot too. These guys aren't that big. You know, Finn Balor is set to be one is going to be one of the top guys on Raw. If he stays there. I could see Finn Balor being champion. Imagine him beating Brock Lesnar. Oh my God. Imagine how great that would be. You'd believe it though. But I think Brock's going to lose uh, to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. That's what I see coming. Uh, can't wait for Charlotte and AJ Styles to switch brands. That's coming. You can definitely see a lot of it. I don't know if this they, they tipped it off with um, well on, this, on SmackDown. If they tipped it off that AJ Styles' WrestleMania his shirt was now red. You know, I, I don't know if that. Scott Carson said when Guerrero and Benoit won the belts, same thing. You know, yeah, you had those guys champions at the same time. A lot of people didn't like that. And Larry has agreed about SummerSlam and Universal title. It's at Barclays Center again. Um, it definitely will be a lot of fun. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. I'm I, I'm not going to go. Everybody's like, you're going to go? I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm going to go. A lot of money for uh, not my thing. But uh, overall, Monday Night Raw was good. Didn't have any, I thought there were going to be some title changes. Usually sometimes the title change afterwards that like, you didn't see one. Uh, I thought they were going to deal with the Hardys when they when they took on the, the club again. But I'm glad they got another clean win. Just showing they're going to keep the belt on them. Um, and then SmackDown. SmackDown was good too. It was the first time SmackDown you ever had the WrestleMania crowd left over, like you know the same crowds that were at Monday Night Raw and Mania. It's the first time we've had SmackDown live with that crowd. Great reaction for a lot of the guys. Um, AJ Styles, you can kind of see a face turn coming with him. He's just too over, I think, not to make him a face now. And I think he will be switching brands. 
I think he'll be going to Monday Night Raw. SmackDown overall I thought was good. Um, no John Cena. And no tag team matches. This is the problem I had with the brand split to begin with, is that they were doing the both champions from both sides. You have the two tag team. Um, Larry says, what is the Skype? The Skype is OC Podcast. OC Podcast. Um, the problem is sometimes with, with champ, tag team champions on both shows, if you can't really get into the tag team. I mean, I, tag team wasn't utilized on SmackDown at all. The Usos weren't seen on WrestleMania. I think it's a waste maybe of a championship. Unless, now with the brand split, uh, there's rumors that New Day is coming over to SmackDown, which I think would be a great thing for that tag team division. Have the New Day go after those tag team titles. Um, bring up other tag teams. Form other tag teams. But I think tag team wrestling, is it's it's just... It's a lot of fun. It's important to the show as well. If you're going to have tag team titles, you got to have a strong tag team division. And I think Monday Night Raw is poised to do that right now, especially with a three-hour show. Uh, Scott Carson says, can the New Day change up their their shtick? Ah, why would they? It's still over right now. We're getting a call, actually, right now. Getting a call from Larry. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's going on? Finally made it. What are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm I'm listening to you. That's what I'm doing. He's he's on the man, yeah. the myth, the legend. Larry is on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I as I was panicking trying to find the wire <laughs> on here, um, which can would be a problem when I record my show. But um, I want to get on tag teams. You were just yeah. mentioning tag teams. I think when the I'm a huge component of the brand split. I was the first time around, okay. and I I was really excited when they announced it again. SmackDown, I think, was actually when it when the brand split first started. I think SmackDown was much better with the tag team division. That young okay. tag, teams. Um, it was a little weird when Rhino and and Heath Slater won the tag titles, but you know that that grew on me. Um, Do you think they were supposed to win, or maybe Zack Ryder's injury, him and Mojo, maybe were going to win that that title because they um, became number one contenders, and he got injured during that match. Yeah, that was that was later on. Um, but I think I don't think they were supposed to win the tag titles. I just no, think they okay. were gonna set them up. I think set them up for challengers, but I don't know about winning the tag titles. That to me would have seemed too soon. Was that he just got himself so over they had to do something with him at that point? Pretty much at yeah. that point. <laughs> Especially they're like, how do we get now <laughs> Mojo is over, so let's give him the battle royal. Yeah. Um it's very it was odd to me. I hate when titles are not defended at Mania. You mentioned earlier me the Lusos. They were in the Battle Royal, you know, okay, cool, but it should have been defended. Or at least, why drop the title a week before WrestleMania? Yeah, well, that's why they did it. If they did that, I'm like, well, then out of that on WrestleMania, they're not going to have exactly. a Mania. Exactly. Um, but as far as now with the superstar shakeup that's happening on Monday, and I will be there, people. Oh, Larry's um, going to be there. Look at that. <laughs> I'm actually more happy to see the new uh, Nassau. My, um, my brother went else. for the Billy Joel concert. Oh yeah, do you say it look nice? It's, it's, they say it looks incredible. Wait, can't wait. But it's like uh, the same Coliseum though. They say it's like you know you're not going to feel like you're in a different building. It's just oh, so it's, it's, it still looks like a rundown building. No, 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 no. That's the thing. It's it's nice. It's a nice version of the Coliseum. I don't know if that's a an oxymoron, but it's a nice version <laughs> of the Coliseum. But it's uh, it looks. They said it looks really nice, and you could tell that it's a big upgrade. 
good, good. Can't, cannot wait. Because I've had some horrible seats at Nassau oh, Coliseum. Me too. And that's that's a story for another time. I had <laughs> seats behind the wall. We'll get I've, into that in another I've time. I've had those seats for Island of Games. Oh, for real? Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but with, with Monday coming up with the Superstar shakeup or Monday passing, whenever this posts. Oh, I'm today. Not... It'll be posted today. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So with it coming up. Um, I don't expect, and I'm not, let me, for, for everyone listening, I'm not a, I don't read spoilers. I don't, I mean, I listen to the show and, yeah. and, and I know sometimes some storylines or ideas may get thrown out, but I don't know what's going to happen on Monday, but I don't expect it to be as big as the original draft. I'm assuming maybe five, six guys mm-hmm. get Trades, moved around. like trade type things. Exactly. Maybe a couple more call-ups from NXT. Yeah. Um, even though they got the big ones, the Revival and Ty Dillinger. I love Ty the Revival. Dillinger. Oh, my God. Revival is amazing. Ty Dillinger way overdue mm-hmm. as far as being called up. Uh, but I'd like to see I'd like to see Finn stay on Raw. Okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. It's weird. I don't know who I'd really want to really see move. Um, but the way Vince thinks, he'll probably move like Braun Strowman, who's about to go <laughs> to the thing with Raw. With Brock Lesnar, don't put him on SmackDown. <laughs> I heard um, New Day is going to SmackDown. I'll take it. Okay. I heard um, AJ's going to Raw. Uh, all right, all right. And then I heard a weird—I don't know how true this is—but a couple of tweets I've seen about uh, Roman going to SmackDown. That scene that... is going to be gone for a while. Yeah, him and him, him uh, and Nikki are going to do their thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know Roman on SmackDown. I'm trying. What's he going to feud with Bray? Or, well, uh, um, not Bray. Who just won the title? Randy Orton. Randy so. Orton, maybe. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. But, it's it's uh, I could see a fresh start for him, maybe. Uh, yes. Different brand. Okay. Uh, we've had the thing on Raw already, but I think uh, I I I'm I think a great heel uh, build up to him to SummerSlam would be good. Uh, that's that's my opinion. But he, like you said earlier, Never he has to be a heel. Yeah, I know. They, I know we'll never do be a heel. It, but it it should have happened to John Cena a couple of years ago, but it never did. Uh, but Roman, at least Roman could pull it off because he's not doing Make-A-Wishes every week. Yeah, but that's what Cena kind of put the kibosh on that because he said he couldn't be a, a heel and then go do the would make a wish, which you totally can. I mean, Honestly. It's... I mean, I, heels do make a wish. So, yeah. you know, if Hogan can turn bad, anyone right? can turn heel. If Hogan heel. can pull it off, anybody should be able to be a heel. And I always say that's the way to get over again is a heel. I was just listening to, um, do you listen to something to wrestle? Bruce Pritchard's no. podcast. Oh my! Oh would, no! You would love that podcast. Do I? All right. <laughs> you got to check out something to wrestle by Bruce Pritchard. He goes. It's talk. It's like listening to like a, a shoot interview each week. <laughs> they were talking about the Undertaker this week. Okay. From ninety three to ninety four, they just got a short period they were doing, and they were saying with Undertaker when he first came out. Um, I think Bruce said to Vince, he's like, "How are we gonna?" Oh, well, they were, Hell's Bells on the radio, and he goes, "We gotta." We got to do like a video with Undertaker, and Vince was like, "No, nah, he'll he'll be over. He'll become a become a face." And they go, "Can we ever make this guy a face?" He goes, "He's got a long face run in him." They didn't even think then, but the whole way he started getting over even before they planned that is because people like what's what's not they're not supposed to like. Exactly the like perfect the examples. Guy. Exactly that Austin. You're right. You know, people are going to go against conformity. Um, fun. I don't know if you know about it, but interesting about Undertaker. I heard that. At WrestleMania, when they, this is after the crowd left, yeah. while they were breaking down the WrestleMania set, no one touched The Undertaker's gear. It was in the middle of the ring for 40 minutes after the show was over. I did over. not know that. No one touched it. How are you not there this year? You're at every WrestleMania. You didn't go to this <laughs> one? 
Um, go see the Islander tickets, actually. Okay. All I right. got the Hanson Islander tickets, and we we're like, let's make a business decision. And thank you, New York <laughs> Islanders, for cutting your prices in half for okay. next season. So uh, I may be in New Orleans. <laughs> Here's the thing: if anybody, every listening, Larry is at every WrestleMania. <laughs> The not one every... year, the Undertaker's retirement, he's not at. How you got to be kicking yourself? <laughs> Only nine of the last eleven I've been to. That's all. This is like oh, my, my friend Nick. He went to uh, the uh, Warp Tour at the Coliseum in '97 or '96, and sick of it all was playing at the same time as Sublime. And he goes, Ah, I'll see Sublime the next time they come around. <laughs> and Bradley died like two months later. <laughs> oh, dope. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one of those things. I feel like you're at every WrestleMania. You've seen everything, and then the Undertaker's retirement. You're uh, you're at the you're at the Barclays Center watching an Islander game. <laughs> I was watching Mania. Just I'm kidding. I know. I'm no, just... I know. I know. Uh, but to be, fair, I was there for the streak being ended. To you me, are. that's when yes, the floor you are. Of the um, here's another fun one. I also missed 31. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the main okay. event when Rollins cashed him. I missed that one because, long story short, just we've been going for so long. Wanted to do a party back home like I used to do. My buddy gets hired and worked on the writing team for WWE, and he was wow. at that WrestleMania, and I'd already planned the party months in advance. <laughs> and he's, he's taking pictures on the set. He's taking pictures at Access. Not that he could have gotten back there, but it would have been nice. <laughs> oh, man. My, if, if you know me, you'll know my timing. is. I have the reverse Midas touch. Everything I see I touch that. Touch. I'm, I'm kind of like that with some no. things as well. <laughs> um, it's funny. Uh, my friend Dan Barry was down there wrestling this weekend. And some oh. indie shows, and he got mm-hmm. to go to some of the after parties, some of the, uh, yeah. And he said it was a, it was a good time. The whole place, like that whole atmosphere, is insane around there. It's, I mean, especially especially, I imagine down there in Orlando because NXT is home down there. It looks like WWE is pretty much making. They're moving from New York to Orlando. It seems like yeah, they're, they're home in Orlando, so they're invading on Impact Wrestling, or as they said on on Raw, F the Owl. That was a good chance for a little while there. Okay, yep, um, but. The uh, the atmosphere for Mania, if, if anyone, if you ever get a chance to do it, rumor is Mania's coming back to New Jersey uh, for 35, one half the next year. I so might 20. have to go. I've never been to a WrestleMania. Uh, it's it's my first one with WrestleMania 10. Yeah. That was amazing. And then 23 started going. Um, it's just, there's not, to me, there's nothing like it. You, you've known me for a yeah. while now. And it's for me, it's bigger than Christmas. Well, that's so. how we started talking at Geico. Is that you're a wrestling yep. fan? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in training, I, I had just gotten back from uh, from uh, uh, Arizona. Yeah, that's that how a- the whole thing. You talk about WrestleMania, and I had watched it with my friends. That that, <laughs> and you know, we used to do the parties. Now we take it to an extreme. We get we go I a little saw, bit crazy. I, that, that video you did was phenomenal. <laughs> we go a little bit crazy um, as grown men, and I'm actually wearing I'm wearing my Ric Flair jet flying hat now. Oh, there you go. I like it. I saw it. On, I like. I saw it on his Instagram, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm getting it. I have to get it." And he's just like, he's got a shop now. He just peddles his his merchandise. He's got a shirt where he's you know the wolf howling at the moon. Yeah. Oh well, it's, god. It's yeah. him moving at the moon. It's just him and the moon in the background. That's the next purchase. I love it. Oh, Flair, you Let's nutty, see. nutty human being. So 35 might be back in New York. Okay, I might. That's have to do the rumor. That. Yeah. And I heard 36 or 37 may be in London. Really? Yeah. Because they're redoing Wembley. But how, what's the time difference? What's that going to be? They're going to... Uh, they've t- uh, NXT TakeOver London was 8 o'clock there. I think it was 3 p.m. here. They can do it. They can pull it off. You know what? I would you like it 3 p.m. like it used to be. You said 4 o'clock, right? WrestleMania yeah, 10 was Wrestle- 
Everything started at four o'clock. I remember going to my uh, my cousins to always watch it. It was always during the day. Oh, it was it was fantastic for those shows out on the West Coast. My buddy lives in L.A. A couple times I went out there for SummerSlam. Show's over. We still have the night. Well, especially so, to make it seven hours. I, I, maybe you should uh, start a little earlier. I think Raw was advertised. Uh, Raw. Uh, I think WrestleMania was advertised as a five-hour show, and I'm not counting the pre-show. Yeah. Because uh, on the network, when I stopped watching, you know, and, and you you go back to the main menu, you can see that not the actual time, but the uh, estimated time, and yeah. it said five hours. Okay. I think they expand this thing for five. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Even I'm going to say that five plus two, seven hours is a bit nutty. But aren't UFC live events when you're there live? Aren't they like all day? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I understand. Listen, I don't complain. My no. Only thing is, I actually, I fell asleep. Um, during, I had to watch the matches the next morning when I got up. <laughs> I enough. fell asleep during um, Goldberg and I fell asleep during the Undertaker's match. I woke up towards the end and I saw the whole, you Good. know, the him folding the coat and yeah and that everything and then i was wide awake so i came home and i watched um i watched a little bit of tv that i fell asleep and then when i woke up the next morning i watched the last two matches and i you know what i didn't miss anything really yeah no that happens to me with raw i'm not bored with raw i just i fall asleep at like 10 10 30 because yeah. i'm getting old i get up i, yeah, I get up at work i get up at 5 45 to go to work there you go um, I don't, I don't the three-hour raw is killing me i think you should bring it down to two hours they really should. It didn't work for Nitro, but I mean, it's holding strong with Raw anyway. They, I think they, they would do it better if like 205 Live was the first hour of Raw. Yeah, do that. That Because that was Nitro did that, kind of, sort of. Well, well, they did it without telling you they did it. And I, no, exactly. And that's the problem. I think it's how, hey, now we have separate cruiserweights. And yeah. <laughs> exactly. These guys aren't good enough to wrestle our regular guys, but they're cruiserweights. <laughs> no, We're like, going to hold them down. Yeah, we're, instead of just uh, burying them uh, in secret, we're going to do it now and just call them cruiserweights with a purple belt. <laughs> That's, oh, man. And annoy, those purple ropes annoy me. Yeah. Annoy me to no end. But, you know, you have a guy like Austin Aries and Neville. These guys can cross over and be mainstream stars. They can. Well, their match at Mania was excellent. That match was great. That match, well, let me ask you, if you mentioned it earlier, I apologize if you're going to repeat your answer. What was your favorite match of Mania? My favorite match of Mania um, was one I didn't think would be my favorite match, and I thought it'd be a good match. It was actually Triple H and Seth Rollins. Okay, I like that. Was old school storytelling. It was the you know one guy's hurt, you're working on that the knee the whole match, and that's just old school coming back and and uh, you know getting revenge. Uh, The match I was looking forward to was KO and Jericho, and I was very disappointed. Really. I, I expected more, mm-hmm. but uh, all right, well, fair enough. Maybe that's why, because uh, I expected so much. Yeah, it's true. A lot of times I, you go into it such... I was saying, like, for the month up, every week, I'm like, oh, it's going to be the match of the night, the match of the uh, night, and then it just wasn't what I thought it would be. I can hear you. I, I felt that with a couple of the matches. Um, they could have done a little bit more. I'm trying to think. There was, it was, I forgot which one I really felt. Oh, uh, the mixed tag. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the real... The, some of the Miz's best work is on Talking Smack, mm-hmm. actually. It's not even in the ring. But there was a lot of really good, real that blurring of the line of realism and kayfabe was was definitely led up to this match. But they really didn't do much with it. And then the whole big blow off is just uh, Cena proposing to Nikki Bella. Whoop de whoop. Yeah, so. they, they didn't. They everybody knew that was coming. I, they were. My friend was like, "Oh, is that they really getting engaged?" I'm like, no, they were engaged before. They got engaged a while ago, probably. Yeah, and right. This is yeah, like prob- you know the whole thing. But you didn't yeah. have that suspense like when Macho Man did it. That was a, you felt that. Like, Elizabeth. <laughs> Will you marry? Yeah. It took him nine minutes to say four words. Like, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth. 
It was a whole, <laughs> it led up to it. You saw it coming. You're right. But this uh, was just like, you know, and then like he wrestled the whole time with the ring in his pocket. Probably. Like it, was in his, it was in his jort. It was in his cargo probably, jort. And then his mother's never at a show. Even yeah. if, if, if Nikki didn't know it was coming, all of a sudden her, her uh, John Cena's mother's there. She must be like, he's never here. Never, she's never why here. Why is she here? She's never here. Yeah. <laughs> I would have rather had uh, Miz versus Cena. I would have I would have rather had Maurice versus Nikki. Yeah, even better than that, yeah. But I, I think Miz has had a great year from last year winning oh. the IC title to now. He's definitely reinvented himself. I was always a Miz fan. I always liked the Miz. Me too. I, I was one of five people cheering in the Georgia Dome when he won, when he beat Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. So. That, the first time the company actually went with somebody else. Honestly, right? I mean, Cena's lost what, once before probably or twice before, but it was against big guys. He lost Here's to The Rock. Mid- he lost... Uh... See. He lost a triple threat match in Orlando last time they were there. In Orlando. Uh, and, um, uh, I know he lost one other match. Uh, no, actually, those are probably the only two really that he lost. Scott yeah. Parsons says Miz should be pushed into the world title picture again. I think so. Agreed. But I think Bray should never lost it. I think it should be back on. It should be on Bray still. Yeah. What do you think about the graphics in the ring during the Wyatt match? I like that if he won. If it made sense. That yep. makes no sense. <laughs> I thought it was awesome when it was happening. It was like, oh, sick. This is like, that's like some old school Undertaker, you, you know, um, with the whole urn and the power of the urn and him, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. lights going off. It's like, okay, cool. They got that. They're reinventing a character like that again. But Undertaker won. Like, he was like, he was a badass. This guy, yep. every time he's got a big match, he loses. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know why they, they it's like they push Wyatt to be the biggest jobber. They, yeah, where... they finally brought him up to where he should be. And every time, like, they, they buried him with Cena at WrestleMania 30. Oh, yeah. They had such, that, toward the lead up, the whole, uh, the kids singing, you know. Yeah. Everything, surrounding the ring, and then he had, and he loses to Cena. Yeah. And then the whole thing happened. Who else was it against? Um, we lost Undertaker, but we saw that one coming. Everybody loses um, Undertaker. And he then gets, that... The weird thing that I didn't mean to cut you off. The weird thing with the Wyatt family last year in Dallas against The Rock. Yes, that that whole thing too. He comes out for set. Well, you know what it was. They wanted Rocket Mania. Oh yeah, and he wasn't allowed to wrestle because of his movie contract because he got yeah. hurt during with Cena. Hence, yeah, right. That's real. So <laughs> they he did a, a eight second squash match <laughs> with Rowan. So let's see what happens yeah. now with them. I, I mean, I, I think Bray should still be in the title picture. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of Randy Orton like that. Like, I like Randy Orton, but I've never been the biggest Randy Orton fan. I hear you. I do like Orton more as a face, but his career definitely got a kickstart, um, or restart, I should say, when he joined the Wyatt family. Yeah. So it it helped him. It was odd how he left the Wyatt family and stuff, but I think that whole back and forth with number one contendership and him saying he won't challenge Wyatt, then all of a sudden yep. he's burnt down. Uh, but that, I think that was a twofold. That helped... Orton and Wyatt to get where they needed to be, and that also helped AJ and Shane McMahon mm-hmm. get where they needed to be. Which, on my end, that was my favorite match of the night. AJ and Shane. That was McMahon. my second favorite match. That, yeah, that that was my second favorite match of the night. I was I was shocked they opened it. They opened with that. Uh, then a friend of mine's like, it's technically the fourth card of the fourth match of the yeah. night. <laughs> but you know what though? It, like a concert. Like I saw, I've seen ACDC twice. Yep. I saw them at Madison Square Garden. They opened up with "You Shook Me All Night Long." And at the beach, they opened up with the Hell's Bells. You got to get it going right away. And sometimes, True. like, well, I guess because Brett won the title at at, at ten, um, but him and Owen opened up the the match. The, the card. they did. That was that was the best match of that night. Yeah. So, 
But uh, we'll see. We're going to see what the old superstar shakeup is going to be all about. I'm going to run here. I'm going to let you get back all to right. your, uh, your gig here. Thank you for letting me on no, your show. Anytime you want to come on, this was fun. <laughs> I like having uh, no, somebody this, else on. It was the first time I actually was home this whole, the last <laughs> couple of weeks. And I've you know actually what, been I, I, help me. I do it between, like, you know, I got two shows tonight at Brokerage. So, like, I'm doing it in between. I was at McGuire's last night. So I, was, I got home a little late, so I slept. And um, just getting things ready. You know, it's crazy how fast the weekend goes. I have a, I have a day job, but I do a full-time comedy schedule as well. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to have these podcasts. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be right there with you in a little while. I do while. three. I do three podcasts now. I'm gonna, I got the one. I'm going to cheap plug right now. Like I said, the Absolutely. Retro Gamers. Check us out. We talk all things retro gaming. Um, I got this thing happening with the wrestling one. I'm going to mum's the word for now, but we'll see where that goes. And me and a buddy of mine are thinking about just sitting down, BSing, and, and starting up something like that. Yeah, so, that's what I do. I mean, I, you know, Organized Chaos, we're coming up on episode 200. Nice. I'm doing the hockey podcast with uh, Chris Roach and, and company. Yep. And Kevin can wait. That's right. I'm a famous person. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> right, let me pick up this that one. for you. You dropped it. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I never, let me tell you something. I met Chris Roach as soon as I started doing comedy. I love the guy, but it's like weird, like that your friend actually people. It's weird now after shows, like people come up to him taking pictures and wanting autographs. Honestly, right? But it's great. Like, to, it's great to see though for you, for for a good friend of yours that, that that success happened to him. But it's just it's kind of weird at the same time. It's like my buddy out in L.A. He, he's he's uh, he got a um, a TV pilot. He's working on a TV pilot, like his own. Uh, him and a friend of his, yeah. and I see him at these uh, at the um, like the fan the, the, not fan the festivals and everything. See him walking these red carpets. You know, I, I'm thinking back to when we were younger, just hanging out, playing video games and <laughs> stuff like that. So you're right. It's it's good to know people, especially when they get real famous yeah. and then they remember us. That's right. That's <laughs> my whole thing is uh, forget about me trying to get famous. I want my friends to get famous and just take me with them. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll catch you later. Yes. Uh, good luck, everyone, and have a good one, Ant. All right. Thank you, Larry. Take care. That was Larry. Definitely check out his Retro Gamers podcast and everything else that's going to be coming out with him. Uh, he knows a lot about wrestling, a lot about gaming, and a lot of information. Much more smarter than I uh, than me with all that stuff. But yeah, the Superstar uh, Shake-Up's going down uh, this Monday night at Raw. It'll be at the New Coliseum. I don't know if anybody has been to the New Coliseum yet. Um, I saw the pictures. It's kind of cool they still have like the... the fo- I called them the foldy chairs. Those, you know, by, if you went to Islander games, those blue seats down by the ring, they still have those. They're just black and gray now. Very girth-friendly like those seats. I like those seats. Um, I think the big, as we talked about before, but here I'm going with, uh, Scott says, why isn't it called the draft this time? Because I don't think it's going to be a draft, Scott. I think it's more of a shake-up. Um, this way, they, it's something different from what they used to do, you know, the whole draft every year. I think it's going to be some like, trades and people going back and forth. And you can kind of build a brand on each side. Um, I think AJ's going to Raw. My wild card is Roman going to SmackDown. New Day go to SmackDown. I think Enzo and Cass also goes to SmackDown. That's also my... Uh, I'll throw that out there. Sometimes, and it, Here's the only positive thing I have with the, the, the brand separation. I, Larry said he's a big fan of the brand separation. I'm not. I'm more old school. I like one... One brand, one one championship, all that. But here you get a fresh start. You get to almost reinvent yourself, face different teams. Um, that I don't think there's gonna be too much. Maybe five moves, maybe five guys going back and forth total. Um, but 
bigger names. Cena's going to be gone now for a while. He's doing a movie. So I would put Roman over there. Um, but again, I also, if, if, if they're not going to do, if, if Strowman's going to have the feud with Lesnar, he'll stay there. If not, then I guess Roman will stay on Raw. But I, that's what I would do. I would put Roman on SmackDown. I would put AJ. Like the trade would be Roman for AJ. Trade them. Um, you have a lot of tag teams on 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 Raw right now, so I would move uh, at least one or two over. I definitely move New Day over. I think uh, I think SmackDown would be a nice shot in the arm for them. We'll have their new set of titles. But we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens this Monday night at the Coliseum. Monday Night Raw. Uh, Scott Carson says, what about Heyman lining up with Strowman? Mm, no, I think he could. I mean, he could do it with anybody, but I think the big impact, the bigger impact would be with um, with Roman in that case. And I, and I think it, w- it would work better with Roman. Just to get that whole, you know, the advocate and the client and have him turn on Brock and you know turn Brock face because Brock is going to be the face in that match anyway the only way they're going to cheer for uh, Roman over Brock but like that's my favorite part of wrestling we'll see what happens we'll just we'll let it play out you know we'll, we'll be back next week Definitely be back next week and we'll talk about the fallout of the the brand shakeup and we'll start building towards the next pay-per-views as well. And uh, hopefully a couple of big surprises, a couple more NXT call-ups. Maybe Bobby Roode somewhere down the line. I don't know. But I want to thank Larry for Skyping in with his info. Definitely check it out. Uh, Retro Gamers Podcast. Um, we'll be back next week with Episode 7. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening at home on your devices. Later.